at 8.30 p.m. and Saturday, January 27th at 8 p.m. Celebrate legend Bob Marley at the annual One Love Birthday Bash featuring popular reggae band I and I Rhythm on Saturday, February 3rd at 8 p.m. Celebrate more love at the Quiet Storm Valentine Celebration featuring live performances of classic love songs on Saturday, February 10th at 8 p.m. Peebo Bryson on January 26th and 27th. Bob Marley, the birthday bash on February 3rd and Quiet Storm Valentine Celebration on February 10th. More info and tickets at BethesdaTheater.com. WPFW is a proud media partner with Bethesda Theater. And welcome to the January 26th edition, 2024 edition of the WPFW Local Station Board LSB Show. Happy New Year to everybody. This program is produced so that listeners and members can be informed of pertinent activities, projects, and issues pertaining to the WPFW LSB, WPFW listeners, and the Pacifica Network. WPFW is an independent media that your donations make possible in real time. Without your dedicated financial support, WPFW would be sound like they sound like this. Silence. Did you hear that? Silence. And you don't want that. This LSB program comes to you once a month on the last Friday of the month, 11 a.m. to 12 noon. Welcome to your LSB show. Today, we recap 2023 LSB activities, talk with an important guest that I have, and provide a summary of decisions made by your LSB. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's 2024, and the LSB is opening wide the door to a new phase. Uh oh, we are taking calls. I am Bill Curtis, a listener member of the WPFW Local Station Board. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm a member of the WPFW Local Station Board. I co-host the LSB show with my co-host, Irene Adams, who is away today. So I'm at the helm, holding the mic, flying solo. She trusted me. The LSB show will take calls this hour for you. Do you have an important, oh, for you, I do have an important guest. You will hear from my honored guest, our general manager, Jerry Parrish, shortly. Today, today, for this show, let's talk up the future of WPFW. Like, do you have some suggestions? What are your big ideas for WPFW? Is the programming all you need it to be? And how can we better serve the DMV and the B? The B stands for Baltimore, you know, that listenership just 50 minutes down, 295. Or other questions. How can we more better raise money to stay on the air? How do you listen to PFW? From your radio, your cell phone, desktop, or laptop? Of course, we're in the internet age, the internet digital age. Now, if you could tell station management a couple of substantial fundraising ideas, what would you say? The number to call is 202-588-090839. Now, before we take a call, I want to welcome Jerry Parrish onto the LSB show this morning. Greetings, Jerry. Bill, thank you. It's a 
honor and a pleasure to serve, and it's an honor and pleasure to be on the local station board meeting. We have a tendency to use the mnemonics around here, and we come to realize that a lot of people might not know what LSB means, local station board. It's our own governance. Now, there's a PNB, which is the Pacifica National Board. Yes, it is. But the local station board consists of people like Bill and people like yourself because WPFW is, in fact, you. This is yours and you are the governance. The local station board is elected. They are the officials that you have elected. So you get to practice voting with WPFW. I implore that people vote, 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 vote. I know there are people who said, you know, it's an act of frustration, but we've got to represent. So WPFW here to create a better world. That is really the overall mission of WPFW, but we are here to serve you, the local listeners, the far-flung listeners. We are community-based. We are non-profit. We are on a mission to serve you and to better the world and to better our community. And we need your help. It's a two-way equation because this show is actually the show that completes the circuitry. We listen to you. You listen to us, but we listen to you also. We're taking callers on this show for you to represent. This is what we do. We are here at your service. This is your platform, Bill. Thank you. Indeed. Indeed it is. And I also want to mention, Jerry, that, you know, uh, LSB people, we're volunteers. So all this is volunteer. Nobody gets paid. And we're uh, we're basically attempting to serve. Now, I do want to take some calls, Jerry, but let me just mention, you mentioned the Winter Fun Drive. It starts uh, February 4th through February 25th. Yes, sir. Very important. That's a... Your donations. Your donations. I mean, listeners, listeners need to really, uh, really get this. I mean, I got it. It took me a while. But your donations make independent media, like WPFW, to happen. My donations, your donations, and others. You make independent media happen. You want to speak a little bit about a little more about that fundraising drive, Jerry? Uh, Jerry, briefly. Yes, indeed. I want to get to the February drive is the kickoff drive for the year. Actually, we did an end of year mini drive, which was successful. But the February drive sets the tone for basically the rest of the year. As Bill said, it will begin February 4th and run until the 25th, 21 days where we give you the opportunity for you to put your energy forth to help WPFW help make this work as it has been working for over 46 years. There are people out there that hate the fact that WPFW actually works because your donation is a revolutionary act. And we're going to come to you February 4th for your energy and support. Bill, thank you, sir. Okay, thank you so much, Jerry. Now, Jerry, quickly, I want to mention uh, uh, a few, a couple events that are coming up uh, that PFW will be a part of. For example, on February 16th, 17th, and 18th, there's the Mid-Atlantic Jazz Festival. It's being held over in uh, Rockville, Maryland at the Hilton Hotel on Rockville Pike. Uh, WPFW will be present. You can stop by our table. And I just want to mention uh, that Miss Gloria Turner, a longtime supporter and member of the station, she made this particular uh, uh, table booth exposure happen for PFW. Now, we mentioned the Winter Fun Drive. Oh, this is another one, Jerry. We've, ch- we've chatted about uh, our town halls. We have a town hall that's planned for March. That's when listeners can come out, supporters can come out, voice your concerns, and just be a part of the community of WPFW. Now, the date's still being worked out, time and location to be announced soon. You can check out the WPFW website for this and other public meetings that we hold. You can check out WPFWFM.org for updates. Now, Jerry, you there? Jerry? Yes, I am. <laughs> Thank you so much for being there. Um, 
I want to throw out a couple just questions. And our trusty engineer, Mike, if there are any callers. Uh, no callers yet. Khalil's okay. on the board right now. And okay. No. No callers okay. yet. He's waving me off right now. So let's continue <laughs> on. The, the town hall is where we really complete the loop, where we give the community a voice. Because, again, this is your platform, and this is where you actually get to take control of this platform, if you will, and make sure that we address community issues. The town hall meeting won't be about WPFW. It will be about community issues and in completing the circuit we have to respond we have been asked personally people have come to us and said we need to do something we need to have a town hall meeting about youth issues and that's the direction that we're going in this town hall meeting youth issues and giving youth a voice because we're in trouble with the youth right now and we need to find out what we can do to help indeed indeed and along that line, I just want to mention that I don't think there's any other commercial there. Well, we're not a commercial media, first first of all, but there's no other media outlet that holds town halls to bring the community, the listeners of their station to hear what they have to say regarding any issues uh, really pertinent to uh, uh, their listenership. Now, uh, Jerry, I want to mention also if I could, to recap a few things that the LSB, since this is the LSB show, accomplished last year in 2023. Uh, for example, and you can pitch in on this as well, Jerry, in terms of the Community Advisory Board, the CAB that we set up. Uh, so the CAB basically is a uh, extra set of eyes on the station to help improve our performance. The CAB makes recommendations. The CAB submits a yearly report to the station. The CAB operates independently of WPFW's management and the LSB. So it's kind of, well, it's independent of both entities. And it has the quote-unquote power to make good recommendations, bad recommendations, observations about the station and how we do. Uh, you want to speak anything about to the Jazz? Anything about the CAB, Jerry? Absolutely, because the cab is a huge accomplishment for WPFW. One of the major, most major things that we could have accomplished in 2023 is the establishment of the Community Advisory Board. Again, this is more community representation. It's like yet another circuit looping you back to the station so that we get feedback from the community and know that we are on course, that we are serving the community as we should. And I will speak truthfully. The cab is most important for us to join a much larger broadcast community that is yes. out there. There are tax dollars that are available to WPFW by joining the community of public broadcasting, something called the CPB, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Their budget was released a little while back, and their budget for 2024 is $536 million. And I think WPFW deserves maybe a little piece of that. So thank you for the cab, because now that we have a cab, we're under consideration for rejoining that family. And Indeed. It it will be a tremendous help for WPFW financially because we're always struggling and it gives us a little bit of padding so that we're not struggling so much. And we can get to a point, hopefully, we can get to a point where we won't have to have as many pledge drives or perhaps shorter pledge drives. Or we could become self-sustaining because we've got a few projects in the works that I'd like to talk about later that make okay. the, sa the station more survivable without all of these on-air pledge drives. So, Bill, thank you again, man. LSB, this is one of the better LSBs in the Pacifica family. Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> yes, it's a actually a good example of community governance. We can govern ourselves. Now, 
in the face of multiple government government shutdowns, WPFW has survived. We have consistently been there and our governance works again because they're all volunteers. That's a way that we keep the costs of running WPFW down. It's a very, very efficient operation. We stretch your dollars beyond legal limits. We should be charged for how well we stretch the money here. And in, indeed we do. I want to swing back. I want to put a pin in that, Jerry. And uh, I'm going to come back to you and ask you somewhat, since you did reference the cab, uh, I know there hasn't been a cab in a while. I want to ask uh, you about any other accomplishments that have occurred in at PFW during your time. You've been here a while. But first, let me just mention these uh, quickly, these other things uh, that the LSB achieved over 2023. All right. So we mentioned the cab. Yes, sir. We are mentioning also the annual blues festival that was held in August at Lamont's complex in Pomonkey, Maryland. Yep. Pomonkey. Okay. Pomonkey. We held uh, the, a programmer's meet and greet early on in the year to get the programmers to meet the uh, LSB members uh, so that we would know each other a little bit. And that was at Catholic University at BB&P. Bus Boys and Poets. Okay, Bus Boys and yep. Poets it is. <laughs> we had uh, the LSB members. We Oh, yeah, I was a part of this. We volunteered hours to help the station during the recent LSB elections, calling donors, uh, LSB uh, WPFW members, to verify email addresses to ensure that we had a positive turnout for the LSB elections. And the other couple points I want to mention is that uh, we held our annual 5K race at the Waterfront Park in Bladensburg, Maryland. We did two town hall meetings with listeners and supporters. Of course, held elections for the new W for the new LSB officers and members. And this is a little personal thing here. We advocated internally for the local station board to be listed in the drop down menu on the donation page of the WPFW website. Because personally, I have some folks that I know personally who couldn't, well, they did not donate because we weren't listed. Finally, we are listed in that drop-down menu on the donation page of the website. Another key thing that's happening right now in real time is that we revived and re-energized the LSB show. And I want to give credit to uh, LSB members and former members, Sabu Hakim, Hakeem, Donna Grimes, Thomas Blanton, Irene Adams, and LSB and WPFW station management because they made that happen. I helped a little bit, but they made that happen. We published an electronic newsletter off the Highland. Uh, LSB member made that happen. And there was a new program that got introduced called Stolen Lives. Uh, advocated and organized, Thomas Blanton did, along with Ms. Avery Brown to support Miss Melanie Cooper situation up in, uh, I think it's Glade Gaithersburg, where her son was was uh, murdered, was was shot by uh, law enforcement. It's a once it's a once a month show. And I think it comes on on Wednesdays like the LSB show. So set a reminder on your phone to tune in. Jerry, you can say murdered on the air. <laughs> I can say murdered. Yes, you can say <laughs> murdered on the air. Yeah, he was murdered. Uh, the case has been reopened, and I believe there's something called Freedom Day. I don't have the, I'm sorry, I don't have the details of it, but it's Freedom Day, and it's being held uh, at the, I'm sorry, I don't want to give misinformation, but February the 1st, you know, look on Facebook, uh, Google it, Freedom Day. Okay, Jerry, um, I would like to take some calls, but I'm also going to ask you a question. May I? Please. Okay. So, you've been with the station for about eight years? Yes, sir, I have. Speak to some of your, what's occurred during your tenure. And, and, and then on the back end of that, since we are in 2024 and everybody's, you know, looking forward to the future of this year, thereafter as well. 
what what do you see for PFW? Okay, I'll go back to the very beginning for me, actually. Yes, I've been here eight years. I started at WPFW as a volunteer, actually. I had no designs on becoming general manager. It was just a need that popped up, and um, I happened to be, I guess, at the right place at the right time and um, stepped up. And so that's what we ask everybody to do in this community, step up. Um so in terms of accomplishments, well, first of all, 2023, we paid our bills. That's the important thing for our survival is for us to pay our bills, for us to make payroll for the very small staff that we, the very small paid staff that we have here. We have a core of paid professionals, but we have an army of volunteers. We have an army of volunteer programmers and then we've got volunteer governance that makes things work and we manage to pay our bills and still be here. 40 after 46 years we're still here. So PFW is I believe 47 years at this time. So accomplishments for me the main main accomplishment for myself um, was that we replaced our aging transmitter, our aging tube-driven analog transmitter with a nearly brand-new digital Nautel NV40 transmitter. And we've turned on one of the HD channels, of which there will be four. But we have to take our time as we grow the station. We don't want to grow prematurely we got to make sure that we're ready for the growth and we can afford it. Our budget has been $1.3 million per year. Our annual budget has been that for, I don't know, maybe 10 years. Most annual budgets grow. We've held it and held it and held it and held it. Not to put undue pressure on this community trying to support their own platform so we keep the costs down it's going to have to go up as we do grow we'll be adding the hds that means we will consume more energy and it's going to take a lot more work to effectively have a total of four wpfws out there in the world so that speaks to the future that's that's the future what what will that new piece of equipment allow the station to do besides the HD aspect? I mean, does it give us more power, more range? Absolutely more power. Absolutely much more range. I wish radio could be a visual medium. Uh, Maybe we'll post it on the website. We have a map of our coverage and our coverage is actually phenomenal. We reach. How far out do we go? um, We're reaching out towards. Richmond, actually, to the south. We we hit Delaware to the north. Um, and west, we're going way out west. Our coverage has improved since we put the new transmitter in for a couple of reasons. Besides putting the new transmitter in, we put in a new stick, if you will. On our antenna, on the tower, we had a antenna system of older antennas we pulled all of that down and we put a new it's a combined antenna system on the very top of the tower it used to be on the side and virginia actually sat kind of in the shadow of wpfw signal because our antenna was mounted on the other side of the tower and our signal in virginia was not as good as it was in Maryland and in the district. Now it's a almost a perfect circle. So Virginia is very, very well covered. And it's the perfect time for us to have good presence in Virginia because Virginia, I'm going to say, has changed. It's not changing. Virginia has changed. It's actually trying to lead the nation in terms of change. Virginia may, the prediction was that Virginia was going to turn purple. Well, I don't know. I think Virginia might be blue. Not that the Democratic Party has the answer for all evils, but, you know, it's 
a step forward. And so we have a presence in Virginia now that we've not had in a long time. And a Virginia major donor just called me a little while ago with some suggestions. Uh, he may call in on the show. I've invited him to call, so we'll get more feedback. Again, that's how this works. WPFW is really a new medium altogether. There are no mediums for, that serve the local community that listen to you, that put okay. you on the air. Well, WPFW does that. Not to get too much into the the tech weeds about the equipment, I um, think I want to ask you, Jerry, something else, and that would be concerning the future. You know? New equipment, bigger reads by radio, but, you know, we are in the digital internet world. What do you see for PFW related to that in terms of our growth, our future growth? We're already there and we're going to grow further into it again. We're going to add additional HD terrestrial signals for each HD terrestrial signal that is added. There will be a separate stream. So they're going to be kind of customized streams. One of the HDs is going to be all music. If you want to just... Well, I mean, I mean, I don't mean to cut across you, but I guess I am. Please forgive me. No, go ahead. Um, okay, I get the HD part. But we're in the internet and <laughs> digital world. Right. Right now. Yes. In terms of PFW as an institution, and it is an institution. Anything that's been around over 40 years easily qualifies as an institution. As an institution, what do you see or what do you think about PFW in terms of its future incorporating? Let's sit radio to the side. It reaches down to Richmond. Great. Actually, from my end of the world, I'm over here in Baltimore and I'm up and down 95 North quite often. I, I mean, I can pick up PFW up until about Newark, New Jersey, Newark, uh, Delaware. And it starts to be a little bit challenged. But what do you see? How do you see the station position it, positioning itself related to digital, internet? Well, not even radio. But okay. We have listeners. I have friends in West Virginia who donated the last go round uh, two, two pleasure drives ago, and they pick it up on the computer, you know? So, so Bill, strategically, the station. And the, the digital world that we currently live in. You're asking perhaps the critical question because the, the question points to where the world is going. And in the future, I foresee WPFW having four separate streams. You can say in the future, you'll be able to say, well, I want to listen to WPFW's jazz. OK, and I'll listen to that stream. Or you can say, I just want to listen to just public affairs. You can switch over and listen to that stream. But the importance of the digital presence is that the FCC does not patrol the Internet. The Internet is not terrestrial on air uh, FCC territory. So by WPFW streaming, on the web, which, oh, by the way, is ours. You know, commercial interests have taken over what started out as a community thing to begin with anyway. So mm -hmm. so us going back to oh, our great. streams is actually kind of like going back home. We will be able to Jerry advertise locally. Yes, sir. We've got another no, caller. I, I know you're the man. Yeah, but yeah, we got a caller coming in. Want to hear from the caller? Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, we, yes can. we do. Glad, okay. to, glad to hear from you. Thank you so much. What did you like to say? Be, um, I, I want to start by saying good morning. I'm Miss Melody Cooper. The mother Hi, Miss Cooper. Of, yes, I'm the mother of the chief, Carmina Akron. I'd like to start by thanking WCFW for the support by allowing me to call in every third Friday of the month since 21. You still there, Miss Cooper? Yes, I am. Is the phone breaking, breaking up? up? Yeah, you broke up for a, a second, so but a you're bit. back now. 
Okay. What I was stating was I'd like to thank WPFW for allowing me to come on the station um, after my son was murdered and the support uh, from WPFW to the point that you guys have allowed me to have a small segment on the show under what that state, which is Stolen Lives, to discuss police brutality and all the lives of the impacted families. Yes, and I, I appreciate you um, allowing me to use such a great platform to get this information out and share with your listening audience. WPFW has always um, had played great music as well as a great platform for you guys to get your messages out to your listening audience. And I will continue to be one in conclusion to that. I would like to thank you guys for allowing the uh, segment of Stolen Lives, which in the segment of January 10th would be the last segment with you. Um, the last regret- segment? Yes. As I have decided to um, take a break with Stolen Lives, I believe there was some differences with the what's at stake. Uh, executive director. Yes. Uh, I really appreciate the fact that you guys allowed us to have this segment on your show. But uh, as it stands, we will have to take a break with Stolen Lives. Okay. Let me ask you briefly, because we have a break. Uh, I'm not a a radio uh, aficionado, but I know we have a break coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Freedom Day. Where is that? What is that? Give me the bullet points. Okay. Freedom Day is a day that we will be at the Board of Elections. Board of Elections. Okay. To what city? What? Where? In Gaithersburg, Maryland. Okay. Okay. And the, the reason for us being there is a call of action to request the reopening of my son's um, case, Kwamina Auckland, in which this address is 18753 North Frederick Avenue, 210 Gaithersburg, Maryland. We will be Gaithersburg, Maryland. What time? What time? We would like for the people to appear at noon. We will have Mr. Steve Williams, the president of the National uh, Juneteenth Foundation. We will have Mr. Maurice Arbery, uh, Ahmad Arbery's father present. We will have Mr. Selwyn Jones, George Floyd's uncle. And uh, we're supposed to have a visit from one of the Matilde families, not confirmed. And then we will have the lady, Miss Pearl, that will walk uh, 200 <laughs> miles a month at 92 years old. Oh, she's a funny lady and very stern in, in, in the civil rights movement. All right. So that's February the 1st, Gaithersburg, yeah. Board of Elections. Yeah. Give me the time again for the listeners. We would like for them to arrive at 12 noon, please. 12 noon. Yes. Okay. And I hope to right. see you there as Ms. well. Ms. Melanie, I appreciate you calling. Uh, I think I need to move on. Thank we do you. have a bottom of the hour break, Mike, engineer. Well, thank you okay. so much for having me. Okay. Thank you for calling. Okay. Bye-bye. All righty. Are we taking a break now, Mr. Mike? Jazz Night in D.C. celebrates its 25th anniversary with a special edition of our annual Jazz Appreciation Celebration Concert at Westminster Church. Hosted by Dick Smith and featuring some of D.C.'s finest musicians, including Vince Evans, who you hear in the background, Wade Beach, Antonio Parker, David B. Cole, Marshall Keys, Wes Biles, Steve Novosel. Lenny Robinson, Nasser Abaday, vocalists Christine Key and Shirley DeSettles, and more. We'll celebrate our traditions, the community that built this program, and those who have gone on before us. 
See you on Friday, January 26th at 6 o'clock p.m. This is a special ticketed event. Details on our Facebook page, Jazz Night in D.C. at Westminster or WestminsterDC.org. Hey, Bill, we're back. Uh, you might be muted, and we do have a caller. Uh, I'm not. A, there you are. Okay, caller. Hello, caller. Go ahead, caller. Yeah. You're on. Go ahead. Turn your radio down. Oh, you, you're breaking up badly, caller. I'm sorry. You must have dropped out of cell reach. Hello. Hello. Ah, there you are. Now we can. So okay. Stay right there. All right. In 2000, when I was on the, the National Board of the Pacifica Network, the FCC was beginning to give out digital licenses, HD licenses. And um, <clears throat> unfortunately, um, Pacifica really didn't, as a network, didn't actually uh, get involved with that. And I'm talking about throughout the throughout the the network and we've been we've been the network has been way behind in in utilizing the internet and digital uh, media uh i mean you can just look at what democracy now has done they have uh video streams and audio streams and everything so the uh, uh one of the questions is sure uh one of the questions is grown since PFW came into the came into the network, which was in nineteen seventy seven when it finally went on the air. And it actually took um seven years because the application went in in nineteen sixty eight after Dr. King was killed. So um there's no Pacifica in Atlanta, there's no Pacifica in Chicago, there's no Pacifica in Denver. Um all these urban centers, um there's no there's no presence there, and that had been talked about for a while. That that the network needs to go where there's a need for it to be. So one of the questions is for me is is Pacifica ever going to go past the five stations that it has now, and is Pacifica ever going to actually think of itself as a media um, conglomerate? And act like a media conglomerate, and not just um, five little radio stations that that hit whatever range they can hit, Understood. but are but is greatly under listened to. You know, at the present at the present time period. Well, this is the LSB show. I don't really have the answer for that, but from what I understand about Pacifica itself, how stations. For example, this particular station that we're broadcasting from right now, people in the community generated, organized, hustled up the money, whatever it took to make it happen. The name, I'm new to the LSB board. I've been listening to Pacifica for myself since I came out of school. Uh, let's say that I came out of school when in 78. Yeah, 78. So I picked up, I started listening to PFW in, in the early 80s. But the brief history, and I don't have the answers for this. You may want to come to the LSB meetings, which are held uh, the second uh, Wednesday. Uh, I, I used and, to be involved and, with all that. Okay, but but well, come but, on back. Um, we well, need you. Well, the the the, the problem is because I was on the board in two thousand. The problem with the Pacifica is that 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 um that was the interim Pacifica board that was created from a lawsuit that was that was initiated out of. Uh, listen to lawsuit initiated out of California. California is a Pacific is a California-based uh, um, corporation. So a bunch of uh, uh, listeners out there were, were not, uh, disenchanted with what's going on with the network. They filed a lawsuit. And I, and I out would of that say, lawsuit, and I don't want to get into the weeds with that on the LSB show, but I really do appreciate your call. And I will say okay. again, Please come to the at least our local LSB. No, my point. My point is on this. The yeah. LSBs were created because the, because the people who were supposed to be on the on the LSB 
uh, go to the national board, and yes. the national board controls what Pacifica is. So my point is, if there's no imagination, if there's no understanding and appreciation at the local level of what the network could be as a total, the people who go to the national level never try to implement anything on a, on a greater level than what their local station is. And that's, been, and that's been a problem. Okay, that is In a fact, problem. That is the, um, that is the problem. I'm not going to go. I hear you. Bill. Yes, sir. This is where the equation really, really works, because we are learning about ourselves from a listener. Yes, sir. That's where it's working, because that's what this is about. And the listener is correct. I know who the listener is, and he's been involved with the station. and He's correct. The first three words in my vocabulary are network, network, network. And for the longest time, Pacifica didn't think like a network. It thought like five separate independent stations. Well, WPFW started acting like a network unto itself. And we started feeding content to the sister stations and to Pacifica to force Pacifica to act as a network. So we're actually in the lead here at WPFW um, with the concept of being a network Pacifica being a network and WPFW being a network unto itself. So listener, thank you. I had to be reminded. One of our programmers had to remind me, Jerry, this is radio because I was buying cameras I've got equipment. I've got all manner of network type equipment, but we have to address our basic survival first. So survivors. So listener, thank you very, very, very much. We are growing the foundation, and we're growing the station. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for calling, now, Jerry. I have, I have an, I have an assignment here. I have the LSB recap, not the recap, but the summary of our meetings. But is there anything that you want to add, contribute to before I do that? Because we are, I'm looking at the clock. Yeah, we're running out of time. Time runs by very quickly on these shows. You've been here eight years. Rumors flying around. Is there anything you want to address to that? Dr. Yes. Watkins called yes. you out on it, I'm told. Yes. <laughs> is there anything that you would like to share with WPFW land? The listeners deserve to hear this. Actually, the last caller deserves to hear this. Yes, the rumors are true. I will be retiring soon. And there are many people out here like me. It's not a crisis that I'm retiring. It's just time. I've been doing it for eight years. I'm not trying to be a martyr. So I. it's important for me to know my limitations and to wind it down when it's time to wind it down. And that's what I'm doing. I will be leaving WPFW, but I would like to leave on a high note. We're going to go into another pledge drive. We've had a few successful pledge drives in my tenure hopefully this last pledge drive will be the high note that i can go out on on another success because we've had some very strong successes at wpfw i would like to continue that pattern of success and i will never say goodbye never say goodbye to our listenership and this community it's a it's a labor of love I will be here, heart and soul, forever. All right. So they heard it from the man himself. Uh, now, I would be remiss uh, without saying thank you so much, Jerry. Now, I'm relatively new to the LSB. I have seen it in its ever evolving iterations, <laughs> to put it lightly. Um, but I appreciate your attention to... Uh, the technology of the station, you know, keeping us on the air. And I'm sure that speaking for other LSB members, uh, we express our gratitude to you as well. Now, I must give the <laughs> LSB meeting summaries. That is part of my function here. Is there anything else briefly you want to add, Jerry? Yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. Very briefly, I want to say to our listening audience, zero is a number also. In my tenure, we have had 
zero lawsuits at WPFW. That is no small accomplishment because when you're in court, you're burning money. The only people that really win are the attorneys. No, many lawsuits came towards us. Crushed them all. Zero lawsuits. Thank you, Bill. Okay. Listeners and my fellow WPFW LSB members who are listening. Oh, I want to mention, I want to circle back right quick to say that I just got a little notification that the town hall meeting is, it's in March. And I did mention the newsletter, but the town hall meeting is, is going to be on March the 16th. 1230 to 2 p.m. at New Bethany Baptist Church. I don't have an address for it, but it's New Bethany Baptist Church, March 16th, 1230 uh, noon until uh, 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Bill, would you happen to know where New Bethany Church is? Actually, I don't. Okay, we'll wait on one of our listeners to call us. Because <laughs> yeah, you educate yeah. us all the time. Please, somebody <laughs> Absolute, call us, absolutely. give us that address. We're stuck let, in let me, studio. All right, let me quickly, because uh, I'm looking at my clock here. I'm trying to be a, a good steward of the show. Uh, January decisions of the LSB. Uh, you heard Jerry mention that he will be resigning at some uh, point. It's not a resign, time. it's retiring. I'm sorry, <laughs> retiring. Much better word, retiring. That's when life really begins. I can attest to that. Uh, PFW, at the January, in January, made some decisions. We agreed on the process to determine who serves on that search committee to hire a general manager. Our current general manager, Jerry Paris, will be retiring this year, or I guess this spring. Yes, we sir. elected, uh, the caller mentioned the PNB. We have some new PNB people. You may want to keep your eye on this. Uh, Irene Adams, Minerva Saunders, and Vanessa Dixon Briggs was uh, elected elected as PNB director, LSB PNB directors, and the staff director would be Mr. Ron Pinchback. He was elected. The finance committee reported provided uh, the 2024 budget updates and reviewed December finances, some action items. We have uh, one listener supporter requested that the station obtain the results of the investigation concerning WPFW's attempt to relocate to the Festival Center. Um, Communication to Standards Committee reviewed the rules and penalties for WPFW LSB meetings. We have some decorum and some collegiality among us. The communication standards were originally developed and approved by the LSB on June 10th, 2020. Original members that came up with this wonderful document. And I really sincerely mean, mean that. And I appreciate the time and effort and the thought they put into it. Mr. Arthur McLeod, he was a chairman at the time. Eileen Rosen, member. Dennis Williams, member. John Tatum was a parliamentarian. And Sabu Hakim was the ex officio. What else do we have here? Quickly, I don't know if I'm missing anything. That was January. Oh, I must mention the newly elected LSB members who were seated. We got some new blood. We got some younger blood too, which is good. We need the young people to step forth, to come forth. Wayne Bruce is a uh, newly elected. Mariah McLean is a newly elected LSB member. Robert A. Gordon, newly elected member. Michael Byfield, newly elected LSB member. Tony Leon, newly elected LSB member. And Mr. Andre Craig is newly elected member. The officers for the LSB, uh, Dennis Williams is, is a chairperson. I was about to say president, he's chairperson. Wayne Bruce is the vice chair. Ellen Carter. Ellen Carter is the secretary. And Kamul Harris is our treasurer. Uh, quickly here. Want to say, uh, oh, yeah, this is important. I really need to put this out there. The station is talking about relocating at some point. 
We have a relocation committee. Now, they determined that uh, 2,210 feet are the essential space requirements for the station. And our current location is uh, 5,476 square feet. The LSB approved the motion related to that minimum space requirement. Next month, hopefully, we'll have more details from that committee. One other thing that I think I must, must mention is about... I'm scrolling on my own screen here. Oh, oh yeah. This is, <laughs> listeners need to know this. WPFW LSB passed a resolution requesting that the Pacifica National Office, we wanted to get the, obtain the general ledger account of details of fiscal years 2022 and 2023 that re that resolution did pass okay i think i am with my essentials mike do we have any callers anybody waiting to get in oh we have a caller great Hello. The floor is Hello. Yours. Hello, caller. You on the Hi. air? Hi. How you doing? This is Nana Malaya. How are you? Nana Malaya. You're fine. Thank Glad you. you called. What do you want to say? I want to. I want to thank you all first for just supporting the community. I have watched um, uh, WPF grow not only in expansion but in content and everything, and you've responded so well to you know community needs. I just wanted to thank you for that so much. You know, including uh, Miss Melody Cooper. I also wanted to take the time to invite folks out. Brother Oduno Tariq, who passed, uh, his family is having the official 40-day uh, homegoing celebration tomorrow at Union Temple Baptist Church, and it's big enough. Everybody's invited. Uh, Nana Quabin is going to um, preside, but at the same time, we've got Koyaba dancing, myself. We have Freedom L singing, and a lot of other powerful celebrations of life. So that's tomorrow, Union Temple Baptist Church, 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning. Nana Quabin likes to start on time. So I'd like the community to come out. Thank you all for all of your support, and um, thanks for um, uh, LSB because I know uh, a number of people who've been working really hard <laughs> to uh, make sure that the station and the community are connected through that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, caller. Thank you for those kind words. Now, uh, I think we're kind of winding down shortly, Mike. Um, I want to mention that the uh, LSB and PNB community meetings are posted on our website at WPFW fm.org please check out the website for both local lsb local lsb and national pnb board meetings your voice counts you as a member are paid investors to this station the next wpfw lsb meeting will be held on wednesday february the 14th and that is valentine's day show some love at 6 30 p.m simply click the link on the website to join and that link is on the home page of the wpfwfm.org website left side of the page there's a white field with a listing of all of our uh public uh, meetings which is the pacifica model public meetings okay so you can also check out upcoming development meetings, development committee, outreach committee, program committee, community advisory board, and the mass committee, which is what I failed to mention. At our, I'm going to squeeze it in. At our recent meeting in January, uh, the LSB agreed on a process for determining members of that mass search committee. That's the committee that's going to be pulling together a new GM. Thank you so much.
Jazz Night in DC celebrates its 25th anniversary with a special edition of our annual Jazz Appreciation Celebration Concert at Westminster Church. Hosted by Dick Smith and featuring some of DC's finest musicians, including Vince Evans, who you hear in the background, Wade Beach, Antonio Parker, David B. Cole, Marshall Keys, Wes Biles, Steve Novosel, Lenny Robinson, Nasser Abaday, vocalists Christine Key and Shirley DeSettles, and more. We'll celebrate our traditions, the community that built this program, and those who have gone on before us. See you on Friday, January 26th at 6 o'clock p.m. This is a special ticketed event. Details on our Facebook page, Jazz Night in D.C. at Westminster, or westminsterdc.org. WPFW in Washington and WBAI New York. I'm Chris Bengert Drowns with some brief news headlines. The International Court of Justice in The Hague issued a landmark emergency ruling today, ordering Israel to take extra steps to prevent harm to Palestinian civilians in Gaza, but stopping short of calling for a ceasefire. At a hearing this morning, the court's president said the ICJ confirmed that it does have jurisdiction in the case against Israel, which was brought by South Africa. The ICJ said urgent measures should be taken to prevent the possibility of genocide. A full ruling on South Africa's claim that Israel is committing genocide could take years. Israel's offensive in Gaza has killed more than 26,000 Palestinians, mostly women and children and has displaced the vast majority of the population. The ICJ's provisional order for Israel to reduce civilian harm is considered binding, but the court has no means to enforce it. In domestic news, the White House today ordered a pause in the creation of new natural gas export terminals in the United States, as pressure from climate activists grows on President Biden. In a statement, Biden said his administration, quote, will heed the calls of young people and frontline communities. The Energy Department said the move will not impact export projects that have already been authorized and wouldn't immediately affect U.S. energy flows to Europe or Asia. U.S. natural gas exports have skyrocketed since Russia's invasion of Ukraine and reached record highs last year. The pause in export permits will allow the government to study how natural gas projects are approved and possibly update criteria to measure economic and climate impacts. Journalists for Forbes and the New York Daily News launched strikes yesterday amid contract disputes with the companies. The Daily News strike was set to last just one day and was the first at the paper in more than three decades. The Forbes strike is due to run through Monday and was the first there in over a century. Workers at the two publications joined the News Guild of New York in 2021, and negotiations for first contracts have dragged on since then. The strikes come amid difficult times for the news industry. Newsroom workers at the Los Angeles Times walked out in protest of anticipated layoffs last week, while staffers at Condé Nast Publications launched a one-day strike on Tuesday against planned layoffs. A Forbes spokesperson said the company told staff yesterday that it planned to lay off less than 3% of workers. Alabama executed a death row inmate last night using a new method, nitrogen hypoxia, which critics say was a violation of the U.S. Constitution's ban on cruel and inhuman punishment. Nitrogen hypoxia entails forcing a person to breathe only nitrogen, cutting off oxygen to their body, and causing asphyxiation. State prison officials promised that unconsciousness and death would come quickly, and described the method as peaceful. But 58-year-old Kenneth Eugene Smith took about 22 minutes to die, appearing to strain and struggle on a gurney as he breathed heavily. Smith was convicted of receiving $1,000 to stab a woman to death in 1988. The nitrogen hypoxia execution was opposed by the European Union and the United Nations Human Rights Office, along with some members of the U.S. Supreme Court. 